Welcome to the Tippy Tappy Sports Ashes podcast. It is the end of the first test. So here to just give us a recap is none other than Aaron Timms sitting in New York City. Aaron, welcome. How are you? None other. <laughs> none other than. <laughs> yeah. Yep, uh, just here in the uh, in the homeland of cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Just there with the, um, you know, the uh, the Caribbeans and the sub uh, the subcontinentals doing your thing, yep. celebrating a solid Ashes win. Just getting the runs on the tins. Yep, yep. Um, you know, much excitement in the streets of uh, New York uh, following Australia's win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Oh yeah, just a lot of yeah, no, a lot of. Uh, lo- a lot of discussion about, uh, you know, Smithy and um, Hedos and uh, Wadeos and uh, <laughs> Gary and uh, <laughs> Painos and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, they're all there. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Well, people are up. Yeah. yeah. What, can you, what can you say? The, oh, what uh, can you say that hasn't already been said? They said he would never. <laughs> <laughs> they said he'd never play again. <laughs> <laughs> Waitley. It's in moments like these that you really need the poetry of a Waitley or indeed Russell Crowe. Yes. Would you like to give us a reading from uh, Russell Crowe? Uh, I, I don't have it handy, but uh, we can talk about other things while I while I find it. Yeah. I'll just get our uh, just get our intern to call it up. Basil. Basil, would you mind uh, finding that tweet from Russell Crowe? Thank you. <laughs> uh, it was quite quite seriously. It was remarkable to think that Australia were, was eight for one hundred and twenty two, uh, yeah. staring down the barrel of complete uh, destruction. To yep. wake to wake up, you know, for me to wake up on uh, in the morning of uh, or after after that uh, after day one and see that yeah. we were all out for two hundred and eighty odd. Yeah, uh, having having gone to sleep sort of after about half an hour because it was too late for you. No, no I, I went to sleep at about so shortly after, uh, after tea. So, you know, I've been getting, uh, been getting up sort of quite late, uh, pretending as though I've had meetings or phone calls on in the morning, um, clearly. Oh, um, but to sort of, you know, go from that position to a pretty competitive score. But then even after uh, Australia's first you know, bowling innings or the second innings of the match, as it were, England's first batting innings. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, we were still behind by 90. Like, that's a big lead yeah. to to concede. It's um, a big one. And, you know, for, for the third innings, Australia's second innings, to go as well as it did, and it's due in no small part to, to the uh, support uh, crew of... Uh, Travis Head and obviously Matthew Matthew Wade um, yeah. to put on such a such a huge lead is mm. is remarkable and I know there's been a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth from the from the bloody England supporters about James or as they like to call him uh, Jimmy Anderson yeah. being being injured and they were down a bowler and blah blah Jim blah and yeah. all this kind they only, of they only had three quicks like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, they had more, right? I mean, they have sort of Stokes. more part-time, more part-time bowlers than we do. So, um, yeah. Stokes, Wokes, and Broad. Yeah, 
Uh, and then, and then Ali. I mean, some would say that he was also absent, <laughs> <laughs> also injured mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, yeah, but I'm, yeah, no, I know. And then they're like, oh, it doesn't really count because of Jimmy Anderson. I'm like, yeah, I don't think Jimmy Anderson would have made that much of a difference. I mean, it didn't. None of the apart from Broad on the first day, and I mean, Wokes was all right, I guess, but none of them really. Uh, you know, just sort of managed to do much. Oh well, Wokes was probably their their standout, yeah. certainly in the in the second innings, and he's the only one who sort of generally he looked like England's best player. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm a yeah. bit of a fan of Wokes. I think he's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. You've come out with the real appreciation for Wokes. Yeah, Wokes, Wokes, and Stokes. This. Yeah, bring on. Yeah, they should. Definitely select folks. Folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> folks. Uh, so, yeah, no, that, uh, no it, was a, it was a really good uh, performance uh, from Australia. Really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Great batting from, uh, from Peter Siddle. I mean, Peter Siddle's innings was probably the second most important of the match. It was, easily. Easily. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, he, I mean, st- in, what, he batted yeah. for over an hour. Yeah. Ah, well, you know, he got like forty odd or something in the first innings, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, without at, without that support, then we we wouldn't have won. I mean, it, yeah, it's all well and good to you know rack up a, a fluent sort of runnable century in the in the in the third innings, uh, you know, against a tiring attack on a flat track. I mean, we've all done it, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, Wade, Wade's century was good. It was very. It was sort of the most sort of fluent batting of, of the match. But, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it was really the support from Siddle and Lyon in the, in the first innings that kind of allowed us to get to a sort of reasonably respectable total and then, you know, um, kind of make up the deficit and uh, push on to the, uh, you know, 400-odd uh, lead or whatever for the for the final day. I mean, that's, yeah. that's sort of, that, that was the platform. But, um, yeah, a lot of, lot, of to- a lot of talking points. A lot of talking points. You go first. Uh, I want to just talk about Matthew Wade. And yeah. even though he's not keeping, uh, after every ball that Nathan Lyon bowls, does he still yell out, nice one, Gary? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I was, I was watching it on the, um, on the English. I was watching English coverage and um, through Willow TV. Oh, uh, yeah. US, um, and s- certainly someone was saying that a lot uh, when Lyon was bowling. I don't think it was Tim Payne because Tim Payne sort of, you know, well we can talk about what Tim, what the point of Tim Payne is uh, after we talk about this. But uh, you know, yeah, no, there was definitely there was definitely a lot of like Gary Gary action going on. But hang on, where was Wade even fielding? He was fielding. I mean, they were all fielding in close. They had sort of yeah eight 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 players around the wicket but um yeah i mean yeah so 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 good for him for for keeping that up and um he's probably he's probably better i mean he was never much as a as a keeper i mean there is there is sort of a uh, it feels like some of these players are starting to find their place like you know wade was pretty kind of rubbish pretty average as a as a keeper and he's now much better, I think, that he's – I mean, we say this after one century, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a time for hasty judgments, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like 
yeah, he's much better as a batsman now than he was when he was a sort of keeper. Yeah. And in the same way, um, you know, uh, Smith is much better now he's not captain because he can just focus on what he's actually good at, which is batting. Um, and, you know, and, and Cameron Bancroft is much better now that he's not forced to actually score any runs. <laughs> he's a bat pad. That's all he does. Yeah. Well, uh, let's 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 pick up uh, each each of those one at a time. Uh, I I agree with you. Wade Wade is simply better as as a batsman. I mean, he I know he scored a lot of runs uh, both at, at Shield level and while he's been uh, in in England. I mean, he still looks like he's going to get out for not for not that many. Um, yeah. But he obviously kept. Right, yeah, he'll, he'll, def- he'll definitely, he'll definitely, um, yeah, against against the moving. I mean, the ball didn't really move in this test, so that's kind of why. As, I mean, all the wickets, Australian wickets in the in the first innings were kind of, you know, pretty soft. I mean, most of them were pretty soft. Yeah, it's not like they got out to sort of really difficult balls or anything. But um, so Wade Wade Oss will go in, you know, to Lords, and the ball will probably move around, and he'll get out and score sort of single digits in each innings. And that'll be, be back huge. under pressure. But, um, but, I mean, but he's you're, good. Not, you're not going to bring um, any of or either of the Marsh brothers in as as some kind of replacement or Glenn Maxwell. I mean, again, what once again, nah. Australia's in nah. this sort of weird position where there's kind of no one who really demands selection, um, as yeah. it were, at uh, number five. So Wade has scored a century. The team has won. He might as well. <laughs> he might as well stay there for yeah, now. He might. As well, he might as well stay. I mean, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna drop anyone, surely you just drop Bancroft. I mean, what, what is Bancroft even doing in the side? I don't know. I, I think he's like he's you know he's the he's one of the Marsh brothers of his of his generation. He's like a he's like a pet JL project. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, oh. He was basically selected on the basis of that ninety that he scored in the practice match. Yeah. Um, and and maybe they got sort of caught up in the romance of the of the redemption story, but um, yeah, it's like all all three of them are coming back at the same time. They're all going to do really well. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, you know I mean uh, like I don't I just don't you know just get rid of him. I yeah, mean they'll obviously they'll obviously you know stick with him for for the next test. But I mean if he doesn't perform after that, they should just. Get rid of Junk it. And for the for the other, the, the argument was always like, oh, you can't have Harris in there because he's too similar to Warner. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> you know? uh, it's like, oh, I've got to have the right-hand, left-hand combination. It's like, uh, it's the different paces. They really complement each other, Bancroft and Warner. Do um, they? Do they really? You know, I mean, they've, worked, they've worked together before. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's sort of the argument there. And then, you know, there's the there's the Joe Burns sort of Joe Burns argument, but isn't he tired or something? He had sort of he got a cold and then he had a, a headache or something, and so that's why he didn't he didn't perform very well. There's also just the fact that he's kind of boring. I mean, if you, if you're going for, if you're going for sort of a point of divergence from Warner, someone who's not doesn't play in the same style as him, you'd you'd go with Joe Burns, right? Because he's sort of just you know dour and you know, scratches around, around. Scratches around Martin Love style, and uh, <laughs> yeah. comes except <laughs> doesn't score as many runs. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd be inclined when you know when Bancroft fails in the next um, in the next test. Surely you'd just um, 
I don't know, who cares about finding a specialist opener? Just put Kawaja in. Just, put, just open up with Warner and Kawaja, put Smith up to three, um, and just put everyone up and uh, play uh, an extra pacer. No, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you just just leave Smith at four. He likes batting at four. Yeah, just yeah. leave him at four. Yeah, coming in at three is a bit is probably you know he's just asking for trouble because he's not going to go on and score one hundred and forty you know in every bloody innings. Um, yeah, and at some point he will get out for seven, and yeah, someone else is going to have to score some runs, and um, yeah, it doesn't look. I mean, you know, obviously Wade. You can't you, you can't rely on Wade to always get a get that kind of century. A head to scratch around for fifty. I mean, head's like a latter day Shane Watson. Um, I head, I think head's a bit better than that. But um, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. better in that in that he 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 looks better when when he's yeah. getting uh, runs. But he gets, he gets yeah. to fifty and then just gets out. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you got to give him a go. I mean, that's sort of how Smith started off as well in that 2013 series. And they, I mean, Ted's pretty young, isn't he? He's like 24 or something. I thought, yeah, he's 24 or 26 or something like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, like, so, so he's not. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of around the same age that Smith was when he was getting going. Yeah. Um, sorry, so, so yeah, that's right. It's, it's Ted at five and Wade at six. Um, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta give him, give him some time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's uh, just coming back to Bancroft for a second. I mean, it's a bit, uh, it is a bit of a problem that you don't really have. It doesn't look like anyone at the top of the order is going to score any runs. It's almost like a reverse problem of the of the one day squad. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Warner should, yeah. Warner might, Warner should get some runs. Uh, Warner, Warner will come good. Bawaja will come good probably. He'll get sort of 30. classic, you know, century <laughs> or the 30 in the, in the fifth test or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know. So. And, yeah, yeah you, are, you are very much relying on Steve Smith. I mean, something he did in, in this test, well, we don't have to talk about Steve Smith yet. We can, we can save it. But, uh, well, the other, do yeah. you want to hear it now? Or do you want to hear it now? Yeah, here, it's here now. Let's talk about Smith now. Was I that, mean, so Smith is... Uh, I was just uh, just Basil called up the stats for me before. Thank you, Basil. Um, and uh, Smith has never scored uh, sort of back-to-back centuries. Not just sort of first second innings, but sort of second innings of one test and first innings of the next kind of thing. Yeah, uh, he's, he's never done that before. So um, he usually kind of fails after he's scored a century. Right. Right. So um, okay. Yeah. So, so we would expect so this, him not to score any runs at Lords. Well, no, I'm saying he's sort of broken. He's broken that pattern. So, yeah, yeah. and he generally does. He does go on these runs where, like in the last Ashes series, when he just sort of, you know, scores a century and then doubles up the next Test and scores a double century kind of thing. So, yeah, I I fully fully expect him to, um, you know, uh, uh, just completely, yeah. Yeah, completely smash the English this whole series. Just annihilate um, them. And he does. I mean, he does, like, not having to captain, I think, is, is good for him. Because let's be honest, he wasn't much of a captain anyway. I think, um, I think he's probably in the best position he could be in that 
he still, you know, has a position of influence on the field. He's still telling people where to stand and doing yeah. all that, and doing all that kind of crap. But he doesn't have to front up and do the do the kind of boring bits that uh, Tim Payne is probably better suited to anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's a better, he's a better front man. He's a better PR guy. Yeah, than Payne. Yeah, he's much more. He's kind of you know Payne seems just a bit more personable. Smith appears to talk in sound bites, um, uh, as though he yeah. suffered badly from his from his media training. So so yeah, it's probably good for good for Smith. I mean, he's back. Yeah. He's had his he's had his redemption, and now it's almost as if. Nothing's really changed. I mean, you know, what what really has changed from from fifteen months ago? The answer is probably nothing, really. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, Payne's. I think so. Yeah, but Payne is is uh, is probably a better captain. Like, I mean, his 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 captaincy was quite good. I thought when you know when we were in the field. Yeah, he, he made he made good changes and sort of seemed to. You know, uh, read the direction of the of the of the match pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did. Uh, he used his, the his, his declaration. His declaration was you know spot on. I mean, people were saying, "Oh, it's you know it's fifteen minutes too late" or whatever. But um, he he got everything right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his use of the yeah his use of the quick bowlers on that on that fifth day. I mean, I know everyone will talk about Nathan Lyon and whatnot taking um, six for it. But the fact that Cummins took seven, and even though Siddle took no wickets, I mean they basically mm. couldn't score a run off Siddle anyway. Um, yeah. So, if, you know, if you, if you, even though, so even though I, I don't think Siddle took, uh, no, he took what two, two or three wickets for the for the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you'd be, it'd almost be silly not to include him for for Lords because he he oh, was yeah, so no. he was so no. important. Yeah, yeah, so they'll, they'll definitely include him. But I mean, there was like there was like that that thing um, in the final, you know, for the final wicket where Siddle, um, you know, Smith dropped that difficult chance off Siddle in the yeah. penultimate over or whatever it was, yeah. or the third last over. And then, and Siddle had been bowling very well, but um, Payne brought on uh, Cummins. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't keep Siddle on. So there was no sort of sentimentality about, oh, you know, Siddle's got to get a wicket as well because he's been bowling well, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. He just decided to bring Cummins on, and Cummins got a, a wicket in, in his first over. So yeah. Um, so that was. So that was that was that was good. But I mean, and, and so he he seems, you know, he seems sort of good. You know, he's good off the field. He's, he seems like he's quite good when we're bowling and makes reasonably good sort of. Um, Decisions, but then there's always a question mark about his batting, right? Because he, you know, he always comes in for the breezy kind of 35, but there were 30. Yeah. But it never really sort of pushes on from that. And I mean, I, I you know, Basil pulled up some stats from me before and dumped. Um, Basil. Basil, uh, you know, Tim Payne is probably, um, I, I don't know what the. Yeah, I haven't actually done an exhaustive uh, statistical analysis of this, but uh, he's probably one of the batsmen with the least kind of variation or variance in his scores because he always scores around 35. Like he doesn't score 100 and then score a duck. He's never scored a century. Um, He always scores like, you know, 30 and then follows up with 40 and then gets, you know, 42 and then 20. And then, you know, like that sort of seems to be his... 
much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, while you've got sort of Smith and others batting well, it, it's not so much of a problem, but it does. And I mean, he is a very good keeper as well. Well, um, that's the other thing. If he's yeah. if his principal role is to keep wickets, and and he does seem to do that well. I mean, like all those catches uh, offline were. By and large, excellent. And when you see him compared to Bearstow, it's it's, it's a it's a no contest. Yeah. Um, so if he's captaining well and he's the best keeper in Australia, or at least he's keeping more than well enough to to keep his spot, then yeah, it doesn't. It, it's it's a bonus if he goes on and scores fifty or a hundred or something like that. I mean, the idea of trying to replicate or find another Adam Gilchrist is is. Is uh, you know, is is uh, folly. Ludicrous. Yeah, it yeah. is ludicrous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So keep uh, Payne as captain. Uh, keep Smith as uh, de facto captain, and um, drop yeah. Cameron Bancroft, and uh, keep the. Are uh, you keeping the bowling lineup the same for uh, Lords? Well, the the just coming back to Cummins for a second, and that and that all uh, over. Um, what I did find hilarious. Uh, Particularly, as I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it would wind up the uh, English support quite quite remarkably. Is um, the way Warner was celebrating while the ball was in the air was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just got that face, and he's clapping, you know, very enthusiastically before Smith has actually caught the ball. Um, Warner was already up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was up, you know, celebrating. I mean, given given how. Stiff and old Smith looked when he dropped that um, dropped that chance off uh, off Siddle. It's like you know he couldn't couldn't bend his knees. He couldn't he couldn't get down. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it was no uh, it was no guarantee. It's that, like yeah. That uh, no, it was a pretty hard chance. It was like it was. Listen, you know. listen. You know, I know what it's like in slips. Yeah. They're, they're all hard in slips. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're okay. all. Okay, so are you keeping the bowling lineup the same, or are you bringing Stark back? Uh, I think you've got. I think you would bring Stark back in hands. Probably Pattinson, who would go. Pato. Yeah. Yeah, he looks. He looks more and more like Peter Siddle every day. <laughs> he's, just, he's got the <laughs> same kind of face. We should basically go for a bowling lineup where all the pace bowlers look the same. Yeah, you know, like uh, he's just. He's, you know, he's a bit. He's just like a little bit bigger. Maybe he could be the the meat eating version of Peter Siddle. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a meat eater. He loves a bit of meat. Uh, yeah, no, he he sort of he was he was pretty good, but he wasn't great, was he? In that in that test. Power no, no, That's... and he wasn't good. I mean, he wasn't as good as Siddle in the second innings. Where no, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. What bring back what, Stark? What do you Stark reckon? Yeah, Stark for Pato. You just want Stark, you know, going down the slope. Down just the slope. The slope. <laughs> You've got to make use of the slope. Left Lemon arm. Grass style. Left arm with the slope. Uh, yeah, but um, you keep keep everything else the same. Yeah, uh, wonderful, I mean, wonderful bowling from Nathan Lyon, wasn't it? Great to see him sort of just clean up on a fifth day. That's what you watch Test Creep for. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it is what you want to test cricket for because it was incredibly good uh, classic fifth day off spin bowling. And 
I don't, I mean, I even thought this, in fact, I said it to someone yesterday. It's like, it's not, it's rare to see someone like Lyon run through um, a batting lineup. I mean, you know, you'd, you would always expect Warren to do that kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, I had, I had nightmares or visions of, you know, Nathan Horitz uh, circa whatever it was. Was that 2009? Um, yeah. At, at bloody yeah. In, in Cardiff. Oh, Cardiff. Yeah. Cardiff, yeah. yeah. He, could, he couldn't bowl them out. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and that was uh, that was a not dissimilar proposition. So, yeah. not that obviously Horrocks is in, is in anywhere near the, uh, the class of uh, Nathan Lyon, but yeah, I, I, I actually can't remember, and I certainly and I haven't done any research for, for present purposes, um, mm. I can't remember mm. a time when, when Lyon did run through a lineup uh, like that on the, on the fifth day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, neither can I, but uh, let's look into that and uh, discuss it next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good to see Jason Roy just completely lose his, lose his head. And oh, that was yeah, that was great. It's like just got castled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really wasn't castling. <laughs> just like a like a real sort of Dumbo kind of hopeless sort of under nines kind of shot. <laughs> just char- you would charge the slow blow. Just charge it. <laughs> That's right. It's just kind of just frankly ludicrous yeah. to uh, to do that. And I, I think this is what I like most about this victory, not because of. You know, both it's uh, just given how how comprehensive it is and how badly we were doing in that in that first innings. I mean, what, yeah. what I like most is the fact that the the World Cup is 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 completely forgotten. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, know, and they, no, and yeah, exactly. They can't even really. They haven't really even had an opportunity to enjoy it or to bask in it. <laughs> it's done. It's over. It's like the moment that they were celebrating. You know. Uh, drawing the World Cup final, um, they you know they were they were sort of thinking about the fact they had to play the Ashes the next week, and now they're just being thrashed. Yeah, you know, so it's pretty And they even like put it at Edgebaston first because <laughs> they wanted to do the sort of the Australian thing of having the first test at the Gabba, yeah, and and it sort of all backfired on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you so, know, look, it's still a long way to go, and what given it's what over. The ashes are over. Give them five minutes. <laughs> you can see Australia being rolled for like ninety three at Lords. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't. This this doesn't. I mean, we this is kind of uncharted territory a little bit. I mean, when was the last time that we won the first Test in an Ashes series in England? Well, uh, that was in two thousand and five. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Apart from that, because that was sort of. Uh, apart from that, apart from that, ignore that one because I mean that English team. I think we all recognised at the time that that English team was actually very, very good, very strong. They had this incredible bowling lineup that was really sort of at the peak of its power. Yeah. Um, they had all these these batsmen who were you know like Michael Vaughan, not just Michael Vaughan, but you know all the rest of them. Kevin um, KP Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Peterson. Like there, there were all these kind of people who were very um, sort of seemed very dangerous. And yeah. I mean, the fact that we um, extricated ourselves from, we got ourselves out of the hole in much the same way that we did in, in this test after a, after a terrible um, sort of start. 
Um, you know, I don't think really blinded people to the fact that there were there were sort of serious deficiencies um, to the Australian uh, lineup, and uh, the English team was very strong. This English team doesn't feel strong the way that team did. No, no, uh, it doesn't feel anywhere near as settled, right? Like you've still got a, a absolute rubbish middle order. Yeah, and people well, rubbish, people who are just badly out of form. Yeah, like Moeen. And, uh, and I mean, pretty much, pretty much everyone. Bairstow. Uh, Bairstow, yeah. Denley, Butler. Like, they're, they're all just not that Well, yeah. Good. I mean, yeah, and so it's like, it's it's not even that a lot of, they're out of form. It's just they don't have any form. Yeah. Like, I mean, Joss Butler, Jason Roy, these are sort of one-dayers who've been, one-day players who've been asked to kind of go and perform in test match cricket at the moment after they've won the World Cup. And they're sort of, they're clearly their head isn't in the right place to do it. I yeah. mean, assuming they could ever get there. Yeah. Um, so, and and there's also the fact that, you know, Joe Root is just kind of a bit dim or something. He just doesn't, I don't know, it all, he seems to sort of be very weak or indecisive. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, what what is his personality as a captain? I, I actually have no idea. Yeah, um, yeah. And his batting isn't very good at this point. I mean, I don't think he can be. I don't think we can talk of the, you know, the big four or whatever it was. I don't think we can really talk about that anymore because he seems to have dropped out. Well, I mean, there's sort of been movement at both ends. Steve Smith is in a completely different, you know, planet on a completely different plane um, to the other four and. You know, uh, Joe Root has sort of dropped off a bit. I mean, Williamson and Coley are still um, performing pretty well, but their averages are around 53 or 54, whereas uh, Smith is back up around 63 now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, it's, uh, it is remarkable that uh, Smith would spend 15 months, not, not play uh, a single test, and then yeah. come out... Yeah, you know, in that in that situation, I mean, it, it couldn't be it couldn't be sort of more a, a more fraught re- reintroduction to uh, to to test cricket. I mean, maybe if you were playing in South Africa again, um, it, yeah. it might be as uh, it, it might be as tense. But yeah, I mean, to come in in that situation and to really save save the match for Australia and then ultimately win it is is quite quite extraordinary. Um, so yeah. Uh, the idea of putting Root in the same group as uh, Smith, Coley, and Williamson is that does seem a bit a bit silly. It's a bit like um, you know he's kind of like the Andy Murray of, uh, of sort of yeah cricket. yeah the big the, the big four. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you know saying that Steve Smith isn't as good as um, you know Adam Vosges or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you know his average is better or whatever, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's all good. Uh, it's all good to see England uh, falling to pieces, and um, that's great stuff. Yeah, but uh, look, uh, it is it is a long series. Um, although, as uh, I think one of the commentators uh, on channel whatever it was said said last night, um, and I think it was. In fact, I think it was Mike Atherton. He said like it's it's. It's unusual in that in this instance you've got all five tests being played in the space of six weeks, um, so mm. they're really banging them out. Um, mm. 
and it just feels as though once a team has gotten on top and the momentum is with them, it would be very hard to to stop them. And obviously, Australia has only lost at Lords, you know, twice since 1938. Um, uh, although both of those losses have come have come very recently. Um, yeah. You know, you, you'd still Australia would still expect. I think uh, that obviously be very confident and and would be very happy to go to Lords, whether it's in a week or tomorrow, um, yep. they, will, they will expect to win. Yeah, yeah, good, uh, good analysis there, Timsey. <laughs> agree, agree, agree with all of that. Yes, yes. And let's take a moment to recognise some of the lighter sides of this test match. <laughs> some of the chants were absolutely hilarious and David Warner turning out his pockets to show there was nothing in there while he had like tape all around his fingers, sort of the very fat fingers. Um, that was such a good moment, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> and the booing that turned into cheering. That turned into <laughs> booing that turned into booing again. Same old Aussies always winning. Yeah. Yeah, Woo. Boy. yeah boy. Um, uh, yeah, that was good. Speaking of the light side, have you gotten the uh, have you gotten the Russell Crow the uh, Russell Crow poetry up yet? Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm in sort of quite the uh, Russell Crow imitation mode, but um, yes, you mate, are, uh, mate. Uh, maybe you could uh, read it out for us. No, nah, no, you should do it. You're 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 the Russell Crow aficionado. Now nah, we'll 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 save it for next time because I, I can't really sort of. Summon the Russell Crowe uh, impersonation right now. I'm still a bit sort of um, upset about continued inaction on gun reform uh, in the US. So uh, a bit of a bit of a somber mood here uh, in Queens. <laughs> say that. Say that for next time. Yep. Uh, it'll be good next time. We'll all enjoy it. It's, it's an evergreen tweet. It's an evergreen tweet. So um, yes, that's. Ah, curious end to the podcast. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's great. What are your uh, so look? It's not it's not until um, Lords is not until next week. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just be um, kicking back, uh, watching more um, lead up tournaments to the U.S. Open. Nick Kyrgios, obviously, uh, <laughs> going to make a real play for a sort of uh, third round exit. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then go off and have some lucumades with uh... <laughs> Stephanos Tsitsipas. Yes, yeah, that was that was good. That was probably that was probably his best work on social media. Can you just tell us exactly what that was? Uh, thanks, Damien. Well, he just uh, yeah, well, he, he he put on Insta a photo of him embracing uh, Tsitsipas at the end of their semi final, and uh, with the caption, "Lucumades later?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> Insta. <laughs> he put it on Insta. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, look, when's uh, Indian Wells? Is that is that starting next week or whatever? Um, I don't think so. That's not like a lead up tournament to the US Open, is it? It is. What? Yeah. Indian Wells. No. It's um, it's the it's the fifth slam. <sighs> oh, it's yeah. played, March, mate. It was played in March. Okay, it's the fifth slam. Um, when's the? Uh... Okay, look. Yeah. 
That's great. Um, oh, that's right. Because they go from Indian Wells to, to the Miami Open. That, and, that's, yeah. and that's what Kyrgios won earlier in the year. Yeah, which is, you know, a classic, classic tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love it. You love it. You've always been a big Indian Wells guy, haven't you? Uh, yep, yep. It's always been up there with one of my uh, one of my preferred uh, preferred uh, tournaments. Um, one uh, of the great hardcore yeah, tournaments. Yeah, yeah. The sort of the the sub slams, uh, mate. So, any other sporting um, activities or highlights uh, catching your eye this week? Uh, I watched the uh, Community Shield uh, shootout. Uh, yeah, didn't actually watch the game. Uh, it was uh, yeah. Quick update on the shootout. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty bad. Um, it was what's, yeah. I actually forget who missed the penalty, but it, it all just seemed a bit of a so what, so what kind of game. Yeah, remarkable. I think only for uh, Sané's uh, injury. I don't know how um, how long he'll be out for. And good to see Harry Maguire finally go to Manchester United. Yeah, really good money, really good value for um, the size of the forehead you're getting there. <laughs> hey, mandatory Harry Maguire forehead reference. Woo! <laughs> um, and what about the uh, the finish to the tour? You were very excited about that, weren't you? Uh, not really. It just seemed all it was a bit of a letdown. No, not really. What, first Colombian to win the Tour de France. Like, I mean, this isn't the reaction you had when Cadell Evans won. Yeah, well, I'm not Colombian, am I? And uh, uh, it would have been, it, it would be good to see a Frenchman win. I mean, Ala Philippe. Uh, yeah, spent a lot of time uh, in the in the yellow jersey, but like, I don't know why they just don't have the race, the entire race, just in the in the mountains because that's just where, in the flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just have it all flat. <laughs> flat. Mountains are boring. No, they could have had it in the mountains, like. That would have played to Bernal's strengths. He's yeah, much but, better. Uh, he's a much better climber. That's my point. That's my point. Is I just, I mean, that's where these, that's where that race is won and lost. So, and and occasionally like the uh, time trial. Time so, trials. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's the whole. That mate, that's the whole point. Ala Philippe, Ala Philippe. As much as he looks like kind of you know, a nineteen nineties Belgian pedo, he's like. <laughs> He's a better he's a better time trialist than uh, than Bernal. Yeah, and Bernal is he's twenty. He's twenty two. He's ridiculously young to be winning the, the tour. Yeah, look, he's very young, but I mean, he was raised at such high altitudes. In in, in the same way that Cadell Evans's voice was raised at high altitudes, <laughs> uh, you know, Bernal, uh, his whole organism made it up to the top of the mountain. Yeah, so uh, high. Yeah, so uh, yep, there. very it's very high. There. It's very. It's just much better when he's like when he's at sea level. He just can't function. You know, he's got to get up to at least. Well, you can't hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, there yep. you go. There you go. Well, that's good. We've been full circle because David Warner also has a high voice, and uh, yep. I like to comment yep. on that. Uh, yep. Pretty. Yep. Uh, Often, in fact, I'll get uh, Basile to uh, do some research on the uh, elite sports, the elite athletes today with the highest voices, and uh, we might present that um, next week along with the tweet from Russell Crowe about the Ashes. Oh, so much to look forward to! <laughs> Great, cannot wait. Okay, see you then. Yeah, thanks, mate. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.